Hi everybody. How's it going? Welcome to Tuesday Night Church. Tuesday Night Church from our home, guys. You're all most welcome. We are so delighted you're all tuning in to us uh, tonight and we're looking forward to having you with us for the next uh, half hour, 35 minutes. Um, guys, we just want to, first of all, I think from my perspective, we really are delighted and very encouraged by all the support that we're getting uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, your shout outs to us, the encouragement that you're giving us, um, and uh, it, it really does go a long way. Uh, I also want to really thank you guys for your prayers, because I know we have lots and lots of people praying for us. Uh, yeah. for the church and for everybody in the church but equally for us in particular i know a lot of you have reached out to to me personally to the family as well and and, and i really thank you for that uh, it was interesting i was reading an article yesterday and um prayer is one of the most google word that's searched uh, in today at Whoa. the moment during so the crisis. it's during the crisis Whoa. so many people are searching google about prayer hmm. Um, and you know we know the answer. We mm. are we have prayer. We Hallelujah. know the power of prayer. Um, and I was thinking, you know, from your sermon on Sunday about the Samaritan, mm. um, and and in this time of crisis, I was saying, you know, how can I be the good Samaritan? How can I reach mm. out? Because it's very hard to be practical when you're in a lockdown situation, and for me, that's difficult. Mm. But what we can do is we can pray. Amen. Um, and that really, really, you know, when you, when you hear about so many people searching for prayer, we know we have the power of prayer. Um, so, guys, I just encourage us all to keep up, keep up the prayers, keep up the praying for each other, for our community, for our nation, for those who, who are in need. There is such power in prayer, guys. Uh, so, again, we just, we just thank you for that. But here's just one or two highlights. Yeah, we're back again on Sunday. Well, we're not. Well, we're not. Michael is back. We're all Michael. Michael, we're looking forward to hearing you and hearing what God has put in your heart for next Sunday, 12 o'clock on Facebook and Instagram Live. Instabook and Facegram, all right? Did you get that? Instabook and Facegram. Uh, and MeTube, MeTube. Uh, just want to say as well, um, if you want to make a tithe or an offering and be faithful in that, you can do it right now. And just uh, go on your phone, your mobile phone, and type in give to. Uh, that's the numeral.graceireland.ie and make Thank a donation guys. straight away. Thank you. Or you can go on our website, click donate, and straight in there with the debit card as well. Now, we're going to do one more thing before we get into the Word. By the way, I should say, I hope you're all ready, lads and lassies, with your thumbs on your keyboards, because we're going to do a little bit of a survey in just a moment, and we want as many of you as possible to type back one word so that we can all learn from each other and keep our sense of community vibrant and strong while we can't Amen. meet physically. Amen. This is really important. It's not just about the preaching, it's also about the community and all of ye, or you guys, if I was an American, hearing each other. So um, this is really important. But we're going to sing a song, um, even though we're just in the home, we've gotten in a whole big worship team. Wow, They've just come guys. from uh, Hillsong in Sydney, <laughs> Australia. They've got fantastic <laughs> instruments, can't believe it. And they're gonna sing a really new song that has just come out on the park. <laughs> we want to hear you all sing and worship, guys. Now, I don't know how many of you probably can't see this. 
This is an oldie but a goodie. It's easy to sing. That's why we're singing it. It's called <laughs> My Shackles Are Gone. But you know what? It is a song that I remember singing years ago and it's just so simple and powerful. So we're going to sing it with our fantastic 24 string guitar that has come straight from India. <laughs> Are you ready to sing with us? Yes. I hear all the amens. So we're going to sing it once through to teach them in case they don't know it. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll, we'll all join together. We'll all join, join together. And we'll do okay. it twice then. And then we'll do it twice. Alright. Okay. Listen to it now. <laughs> watching you're all going to start praising God Amen. right now Amen. so the words are on the screen Amen. it's simple let's sing it true a hymn a do a tree to pick one. They're all true. 
but maybe you have one that you're picking up in your circle of friends or family or neighbours and here's the four that I think are the big ones. We've got loneliness, do you think that's the number one, the big one? Or is the number one practical issues like getting shopping in or needing food? Is it health? Are people really sick? Are they worried about it? Or is it general anxiety about jobs, about exams, about friendships and relationships? What do you think is the number one? Because if we, all of us, the wider community of Grace Christian Church, can kind of get a concept of what's the big need out there, and we'll give you the results at the end in about 15 minutes or so, and then we'll have an idea how we can help. So just type in the word loneliness or type in the word practical or health or anxiety. Any one of these four words here and then we know which one is the big one. And maybe we can start praying in that area and helping in that area. And we'll look at that in a moment. So I'm going to look at Luke 10. Um, last uh, Sunday I was telling you about how verse 25 to 37 was the full concept and if you didn't catch last Sunday, please just read the whole portion and you'll get the big impact of what it's all about. So we looked at that last Sunday. Tonight I'm just going to conclude with the last few verses of what's in the Good Samaritan piece. But let's just briefly remind ourselves for one minute about what we looked at last Sunday. Jesus was, remember this was in the context of um, a conversation between a lawyer, a Jewish lawyer and Jesus. And the question was, who is my neighbour? And Jesus told him about the Good Samaritan. And we learned that the Good Samaritan was attacked on the, this notorious road, the Jericho Road. And we're told in verse 30 that they left him, the robbers, left him half dead. Remember, they attacked him, they stripped him, they robbed him. We saw how a priest, a Jewish priest, just crossed away to the other side, as did another guy, another type of priest, a Levite. A bit like some people when you're out walking during this coronavirus thing, people are crossing to the other side. Well, this poor man really needed help and they crossed over. And then the enemy, remember the Samaritans are the big enemy of the Jews. They didn't even talk to one another. And yet we were told in verse 33 that when a Samaritan saw this poor man, he took pity on him and he came down and we're told that he poured in oil and wine on the man's wounds and we saw how uh, wine is a natural antiseptic oil blocks any new infection and then he bandaged him up and we finished off by reflecting and i hope it's true for everyone looking in if it's not it can be that jesus christ comes to you and to me when we're on the Jericho Road of life and he pours in oil and wine on our wounds. And we sang a beautiful song. As I said, we've outshone everyone else in worship when our singing. Um, and we sang that old song, he poured in the oil and the wine. And that's where we were last Sunday. Let's continue on to read. Here's the last two verses of the piece we were looking at on Sunday. So after telling about the Good Samaritan, Jesus comes out of the story and he addresses the Jewish lawyer. And he says to him, which of these three men was a neighbor to this man? And so the lawyer replied, the one who showed him mercy. And then Jesus told him, go and do the same. 
So let's just unpack this briefly. The Samaritan is on the road and he sees this man attacked. The first thing that happened is he took pity. Remember we were looking on Sunday how if you don't first have an emotion and or a thought of compassion for someone, that's where it begins. That's always where it begins, but some of us never go beyond feeling something and having pity. We have to go beyond that, but it begins there. And the, this guy, the Good Samaritan, started off by having pity on this poor man. After that, we're told he stopped. He's traveling, he sees him, he stopped. So many people today, up until the lockdown, wouldn't stop for anyone. But maybe now we're learning something about the value of time and not rushing around like mad people trying to get everything done. And I include myself in that. He took pity, he stopped, he poured in oil and wine, Again, antiseptic, blocking any future infections. What does that mean? It means initially he dealt with the live issue. If you have someone in your family, neighborhood or friend and they've got um, and they're in crisis, you've got to deal with the big issue first. But then after that, I love how he bandaged up the wounds. So the antiseptic stopped the infection, the oil blocked any future, he dealt with it straight away. But when he bandages up the wounds, what does that mean? He's dealing with the issues from the past. They're the wounds that he can't do anything about, but he can bandage them up. And that's what good Samaritans today do. When we deal with the immediate issue, sometimes we need to deal with past issues. If you're a good friend, it might mean listening to your friend who you love talk through stuff perhaps back to childhood but he bandaged the old wounds and then he transported him and this is something we can't rush by because the good samaritan got off his donkey he didn't just get this poor man and put him in the back of the car there's only a donkey only room for one so he walks and he puts this man on the donkey. It was real preferring the need of someone else. That's what he was doing. And he walks to an inn, which was a place of safety. And this is so important when we're helping someone, whether they're sick or whether they're lonely or whether they're in financial trouble, we have to bring them to a place of safety. And if you need a good Samaritan in your life, you and I need to come to that place of safety. It's vital. And the inn was a place of safety. Not only that, he gave money to the innkeeper to pay. Um, Michael often quotes it, it's a brilliant quote, if the kingdom of God isn't in our pockets, it's probably not in our hearts. If we don't have a sense of giving in that way, then we're probably not really have an awful lot going on. This man gave out of his own pocket to help someone who was less fortunate. And finally, sorry, yeah, he gave the money. And so Jesus then looks at the lawyer and he says, which of these three was a neighbor? And that word neighbor is in parentheses or inverted commas because remember the neighbor, he says, who's my neighbor? A dynamic came into the conversation and he got a bit defensive and he throws out this philosophical question. But you know what? Jesus isn't going to get down a side alley with that. He brings it right back. So he says, who is my neighbor and who is the neighbor to this man? And so the lawyer, remember he's a lawyer. He weighs up the positive and the negative and he has to come up with an honest answer. And of course he does because he says, the one who showed him mercy. He was the real neighbor. Interesting, he doesn't say 
it was the Samaritan. I'd say that was a bridge too far for him to come out and say, the Samaritan. It's like, zzz, pah, pah. you know, he couldn't say it, but he said the one who showed him mercy, which was true. And remember the Jewish lawyers had to work with the Levites and the Jewish priests, he would work with them all the time. In a way, when Jesus gave this parable, it's almost like the lawyer had to admit there's a load of hypocrisy going on there. So this is what it said. And then Jesus finishes that conversation and he says, go and do the same. He doesn't condemn the man. He doesn't beat him up, but he does challenge him to live life like that. Those words of Jesus Christ in verse 37. In my heart, and I think for all of us, are true today. We need to go and do the same. Let me give you a quote from Martin Luther King, the Baptist pastor who was also a civil rights leader in the 1960s in America, um, in, in I think it was Georgia. But he said this about the Good Samaritan um, parable. He said, the priest asked himself, what will happen to me? if I stop and help that man. But the Good Samaritan reversed the question and asked, what will happen mm. to this man if I don't stop to help him? Mm. Do you get it? Let's go back. The priest said, what will happen to me? Do you know, I've met some people in ministry, in churches, and I've been shocked because it's all about their reputation, their ego, uh, their career they don't care about other people it's all about them and it's horrific we shouldn't have that in any church where someone is all about me my ministry no it's not about here I am it's there you are how can I bless and help others and that's the core of the Good Samaritan um, parable and so this is why it's so important because the Good Samaritan said what will happen to this man if I don't stop and help him let me bring in one more point. And we, I'm really interested to hear the Vox Pop and hear what came out top in just a moment. But many of you will know the story of Cain and Abel towards the beginning of humanity. And of course Cain, because he was jealous of his brother Abel, murdered him. And we're told that the Lord appeared to Cain and he asked him, Where is your brother Abel? Cain's reply. I don't know, Cain replied. Am I my brother's keeper? And, and Cain here lies, number one, and then he throws into doubt the fact that we're meant to look out for one another. I quoted Margaret Thatcher last Sunday, and you know, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of another British Prime Minister, Tony Blair, when he was trying to challenge British society about having um, a sense of community and care for the wider community. I remember Tony Blair quoting this biblical passage and saying, yes, we are our brother's keepers. You and I were our brothers and sisters keepers. Anyone with even a casual glance at the New Testament and the Old Testament who rules that out isn't getting what it's about at all. You and I are called to be our brother's keeper. You know, let me give you a practical example as I come towards a close. A lot of people are cooped up at home right now. Maybe you're sharing a house or an apartment with two or three others and they've got habits that are really beginning to get to you. 
You see, up to now, you were in and out to work, or you were out to college, or you were out with your friends, you go for coffee, playing sports, all of that. It's all gone. Now we're all at home. Maybe this is your family, your partner, your teenage kids, your parents, whoever it is. And those little habits that never registered before are really registering now. I mean, it's like Denise cuts her toenails in bed and then I have to sleep on top That's of them. What can I say? Lies, <laughs> no, lies, no, 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 she doesn't. She is the cleanest girl. Oh she never God. would. But you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. It's, uh, it's, um, it's these little habits. Someone doesn't flush a toilet or someone, um, I don't know, doesn't rinse the sink out, whatever it is. There's loads of little habits. And right now, do you know what it being a good Samaritan is? Showing mercy. Showing mercy to the people we live with. Do you know what, guys? Let it go. The day will come when we're out of lockdown. And all that fighting, it's not going to change an awful lot. So show mercy to the people that you're living with. That's where being a good Samaritan begins. You might say, as I come to a close, I'm living on my own. Do you know what? Maybe you need to show mercy to yourself. Show a bit of mercy to yourself. Don't be beating yourself up. It's a real Christian thing we can all do sometimes. Show yourself a bit of mercy. So let's start the Good Samaritan thing at home. And I'm going to call on Dara to pray for that for a moment. But first, we're going to hear what the results of our Vox Pop were. And we're going to hear what was the number one. Who's coming on, Denise? Did you cut your toenails yet? You're going to be in serious. <gasps> no, but she cut her hair. Her daughter <laughs> cut her what hair. What do you think of my hair, guys? Dara yeah. cut my hair. She yeah. has a new profession. She did. She anyway. Did. <laughs> Seriously, the, the outs, by, by a, a long stretch, anxiety is number, number one, one. Is number one oh. followed by loneliness and then health issues. Wow. Yes, anxiety is the biggest concern people have okay. at home. So do you know what? Mm. What did Jesus say? And I get it because it comes on all of us, but you have to say to Satan, get behind me Amen. Satan, Amen. because Jesus said, be anxious for nothing. But it's very hard when your job mm. is on the line, mm. your exams are on the line, your relationships, mm. your friendship, mm. the future of society, we don't know. Mm. Remember all those people Googling prayer mm. as we started out? All true Christians, all believers, we know the Lord. We can take our refuge in him. Amen. He's the one who'll rescue us. Amen. So anxiety, anxiety loneliness, loneliness and health. Wow. Well, to be a good Samaritan to your circle of friends, they're probably quite anxious now. How about you reach out and we all reach out to one another and try and Amen. bring down those levels Amen. of anxiety. Amen. Take it easy. Trust God. One day at a time. One day at a time. Jesus said, we can't take on tomorrow's troubles today. Let's take one day at a time. Amen? Amen. Amen. I'm going to call, thank you, my love. Dara's going to come on and play. Sorry, pray. I'm not playing again. <laughs> no more guitar. No. Dara's going to pray that we would all be good Samaritans to the people we live with and maybe even to ourselves and show mercy. So, Dara, over to you. Amen. Um, how we pray, if, if you don't, uh, if you haven't experienced that before, is prayer is just us talking to God. Uh, we typically close our eyes just to concentrate on what we're saying to God. Um, and 
sometimes we put our hands together or lift our hands. If you feel comfortable with any of those, we just ask that you just join along with Amen. us uh, as we pray. If you're with family, feel free to put a hand on the shoulder. We did that Sunday. Tom isn't going now, okay. <laughs> but we're going to pray, so if you want to join us, feel free to do so. Um, God, I thank you that you are a good God. Hallelujah. I thank you that you look after us and you care about us. Amen. I first of all pray for us as Christians and believers with our anxiety, with mm. our loneliness, mm. with our fears about health or mm. anything of that nature. Mm. It's very hard to reach out and be a good Samaritan when we feel that we need that ourselves. Mm. But you are our provider. You mm. are the joy of our strength. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, and we pray, Lord, for any of those who are watching who need that, that you Amen. would give it to us and give it to us freely. Mm. Um, but we pray specifically to be a good Samaritan yes. to those we are living with. Amen. God, we pray for marriages. We pray for any tension. We pray for any um, upset. We pray for any lack of communication, Lord, mm. that you would help heal and restore. We pray that there be more grace in those relationships mm. and that there be wisdom on when to speak and when not to speak. Amen. We pray for children, um, yes. children mm. in dealing and teenagers yes. with their parents, that mm. they would be gracious mm. with their parents, that they would be helping out around the house with their parents. You amen. can type amen. amen in the comments if you agree. Amen. Yeah, we pray that they would just be uh, good brothers and sisters, mm. less fighting, less arguments mm. in the house, and that the brothers and sisters will look out for each other, Hallelujah. and that they look out for their parents as well. Mm. We pray for parents with their kids, just yes. for patience yes. and patience Amen. and patience. Yes. We pray, Lord, for resources as well. We thank you for Alan and Charlene Murray doing their kids' church each Hallelujah. week. Amen. If you need something for your kids spiritually, um, kids um, at graceireland.com, kids church at graceireland.com, you can Amen. email them. Um, but God, we also pray for people who are living with people that they don't know mm. necessarily well. We pray for um, people maybe in their 20s, 30s, 40s, college mm. students, mm. for those friendships that um, maybe are strained. They don't know them well, as Dad said, that they're, maybe they're doing things that they're not used to. We just pray that your Holy Spirit would change the atmosphere yes. Amen. in those places. Amen. Amen. Um, that your anointing would be on it and that people would feel the difference because you as a person, as a Christian, you bring the Holy Spirit with you. Mm. So that place, that apartment, that house is filled with it. Amen. Um, and God, we just pray that we would be merciful to ourselves, especially to those living alone. Amen. Um, to grandparents, mm. uh, to aunts and uncles, maybe it's neighbours living with us or friends. Just help us see what you see. Help our hearts Amen. be open to that. So we pray, protect us, yes. keep us safe, yes. give us the words to say, tell us when to shut up as well yes. and mind our own business. Amen. Um, and Lord, we just pray that you would be with every single person. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dara. I'm going to close by saying this. For every marriage, may the shalom peace of God be mm. in your marriage. Mm. And we pray that no marriage would go on the rocks over this season. And if your marriage has hit a hard place, show mercy to one another. Mm. Amen. Amen. It's been fantastic that you could join us. We're going to um, just put up some notices now and put up some worship music for the last few minutes. Just remember that Michael is going to be on next Sunday morning and next Tuesday. Really appreciate you joining. Love you, lads. And that's it. God bless you.